Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host Kime and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. So this episode is a little bit different. It's more of a story time uh, and I'm going to be speaking about the time or speaking about the whole doing things that I didn't really feel like doing, uh, I guess, for the money. Um, and also because I felt like I had to say yes to every opportunity. And I'm just going to be speaking a little bit about that and how it sort of just, uh, I'll say spiralled. It spiralled. And it was a learning experience, though. I, I will say that. I will say that. Um, so these experiences are dating back to when I was about 18, 19 years old while I was in uni. A lot of stuff happened in uni. Do you know what? I was just saying um, yesterday that I actually think that student loan company owes me. I think it owes me for putting up with this rubbish and staying there for as long as I did. I swear, I didn't even go to my own graduation, you know. I swear I did not go to my graduation. I didn't care. By that point, I said, you know what? Send me my degree certificate in the mail. I'm not traveling back to that building and I'm not paying for a gown. I'm not paying for any stupid photos. I don't care. And then I found out that the scroll that they uh, were handing out, I don't know if it's different now, the scroll they were handing out back then was empty. So so what, what are we paying for? to go and pick up a A4 sheet or A4 card that's been rolled up in a pretty ribbon with nothing inside. Anyway, so back in uni, I don't know if it was like this for you at uni, but we had a lot of event promoters, okay? We had a lot of event promoters always putting on raves, traffic light raves, student raves, uh, freaking cross-country uni raves, all this sort of stuff. And I used to be the person they used to contact for flyers because I started off doing flyers for one or two people for their raves. It was like, okay, so this person does flyers, right? And I was doing them for stupid cheap, like 20 quid, 15, 20 pounds, 10 pound a side. And you know them flyers like with with the arm, the big bubble writing, the platinum writing and all this sort of stuff with the you know, with the uh what is it called? Officialpsds.com. I think that was the website where you just get like <laughs> like all these different cutout images. It was just a joke. And deep down I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to make that sort of content. It wasn't for me, but at the time I was like, well, I have to do this to get experience and I have to do this in order to build up my portfolio, not thinking about the fact that it doesn't really make sense for me to do more of what I don't want to do. But that was something that kicked in later on. Uh, and what I mean by that is like, say if you want to do more uh, web design projects, it doesn't really make sense filling up your extra time doing um animation projects saying that you know you're doing this for your portfolio because if you put a bunch of animation work on your portfolio then that's the kind of work that you're going to attract or that you're likely to attract because that's the work that you've shown people that you like to do and that you can do and that you will do so it didn't really make sense at the time but hey I think I was more of a generalist back then and I was just like, yeah, let me just take 
on anything that I can take on and just say yes to everything and anything, right? I did this flyer, bubble writing, uh, you know, you know the style. And then this guy was like, oh, can you do one for my rave? Like, I'm doing a rave and the, this little squirt. I did the I did the flyer. All now. Still waiting for payment. I'm still waiting for my 20 pounds. He wasn't the only one, though. He wasn't the only one to do that to me. I didn't learn. Uh, it took a little while to learn, but... You know, there's always a little bit of a shaky, <laughs> there's always a bit of a shaky start, isn't there? So he didn't pay me. And then I was approached by someone else who was also quite well known, who was, uh, he used to always put on events and stuff like that. And he approached me, he was like, so basically, if you do these flyers, I will pay you at the end of the uni year. And I have, I've briefly told this story before, but I didn't go into detail about everything. So he wanted me to create three different flyers. And one of them was for a, like, a, it was like a beauty pageant thing, right? And he wanted me to create something that represented that. It was very, you know, regal and beautiful and uh, glossy and luxurious, darling. And he wanted me to use a black person. He was like, this is for, you know, black people. This is for, you know, like a black beauty pageant thing, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So I created the flyer. And on the flyer, I put a lady, a black lady who had an Afro. Yeah. Big, beautiful Afro. I say yes. So I sent it over. Then the next day, and bearing in mind this time, during this time, I was obviously I was at uni, so I was studying, and uni was not easy. My uni experience was just as was just I didn't like. Anyway, it was a very difficult time, and I know for a fact that my grades were suffering as a result of me doing all this uh, extra curricular stuff. That really at the time wasn't really benefiting me I guess it did teach me do you know what it didn't appear to benefit me at the time but then looking back I think these crappy experiences are what has contributed to me creating creative champs so I guess there is a silver lining in all of it there are there are there are golden points so um where was I yeah so then uh, I sent the the picture the the draft First of all, we messaged back saying, oh, um, we've decided to change the colour scheme. Yeah. So we don't want it like gold or whatever anymore. We want it purple. Yeah. So can we like <laughs> change that? So I'm just like, oh, for goodness sake. So I changed the colours. And again, this was before I, I knew about scope creep and about vision caps and all that sort of stuff. You learn as you go along. So I made all those changes and I sent it back. Then I had another email waiting for me. And you know that feeling when you're just like, oh, what's this email going to say? Am I going to be finished with this project or what? Imagine this guy says, you know, the hair, the hair is just too much. I would prefer if you made her hair more straight. Because that here is just a bit too, it's a bit too political. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a black person is saying black hair is too political? 
The hair that naturally grows out of our heads is too political and that I should change it. And do you know what? At the time, I did. I changed it. I did. I made it straight. I gave him what he wanted. And, you know, it's one of those things where you look back and you think, oh, I would never do that now. And I I did ask this question, yeah? I thought it was quite interesting, uh, the feedback. I asked people if they would create a design or work on a project that directly conflicted with their interests not interests but directly conflicted with their uh socio-political interests or socio um economic stances or political stances or anything that sort of uh conflicted with them as people and what they identified with I asked, you know, would you still work on the project? And the large majority said, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And a lot of the reasoning behind it was that it just disrupts the piece too much. Like for me, I couldn't do it. Not in this day and age, not at this stage. I couldn't do it because I think it would just disrupt my piece too much. It would disrupt the energy. Do you know what I mean? As you're working on something and the whole time you're just thinking like, this is crap. I don't even, I don't believe in this. I don't support this. I think this is damaging. I think this is toxic. You know, all of these sorts of feelings are running and, you know, thoughts and feelings are running through your system and you're expected to create something that is, you know, effective and qualitative and and great and polished at the end of it. It's just too many different things happening at the same time. So I guess for me that there was an element of that involved. It wasn't always possible for me to separate myself from the project, basically. And some people have the ability to do that. More power to them, you know? There's no no judgment if you do decide to to take on work that you feel doesn't really, that you don't agree with or, you know, sometimes people just do what they feel they're going to do. So after that now, I, I made their hair straight as, as Mr. Mr. had requested. I sent it back. And then he asked for another change something he mentioned something that he didn't even mention at the start and you know when it just reached a point where it's like you know what you're taking the piss now you're taking the piss uh uh, you're actually you're eating into my uh education and i'm paying three grand a year yeah back then it was three grand a year can you imagine can you imagine but now my student loans at what 27 28k i don't you know what like i said they owe me anyway so (laughs) after that he hosted another event and again, remember, he told me, I'm going to pay you at the end of the year. So, yeah, I did uh, another event uh, flyer for a fashion show. And the whole time it was like, I didn't enjoy doing these things. I wanted to work on different types of projects. I didn't want to work on or create flyers for raves and events. I didn't want to do that. But because I kept doing it, that was the work that I kept inviting. That was the work that people kept coming coming to me for because that's all they could see that I was doing. I wasn't putting any other work out there. I wasn't, do you know what I mean? So it just became a thing where it was like, well, this is, this is what you do. And this is what you're semi known for. And at the time I didn't realize I was also known for the fact that I was incredibly cheap 
And that's why so many of them failed to pay me, especially in first year. Oh my gosh. Like they would they'd be like, yeah, 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 we'll pay you afterwards, man. Yeah, me like an idiot. But that was before contracts. I didn't really know too much about contracts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, it took me a little while to figure all that out. Um, but yeah, looking back, it was like, you know what? You live and you learn, as I've said. And if you are, if you're listening to this and you're not really sure what it is, like what kind of work you want to do, then, you know, I would always encourage you to just experiment. I would always encourage you to try out different things and see what sticks, see what see what fits and see what brings you a little bit of uh, peace and joy and happiness as you go along. And if you find that you're doing something and you, you feel like the project doesn't exact, ex eggs, eggs, breakfast, hungry, doesn't excite you, um, then you know, maybe look at that. Maybe look at that. Sometimes it doesn't excite you because of the, the content or the theme or the premise of the project, but sometimes it doesn't excite you because that form of um, creativity or that specific creative discipline doesn't really do it for you. And you're just realizing that, you know, sometimes you reach that point where you're like, eh, I actually don't enjoy this. I reached that point with graphic design. Shortly after I left uni, I was like, I actually don't enjoy this specific creative discipline anymore. I don't enjoy it. And that's when I sort of meandered into surface design. Uh, I love, I love, I still love surface design. And once I've got some sort of automated process going and I've got staff for creative champs, that will free up a lot more time for me to explore surface design again because I, I am, I, I definitely want to start selling uh, art-based products again with prints and things like that. That's what I love. I loved it. I did it from like 2011 up to 2018, 2019, where I was selling prints and patterns on different art-based products. And I'm also going to be opening up a space for people who want to create art-based products in the future on Creative Champs. It's going to be a little hub, uh, a little uh, print club, if you will, uh, where I'm going to be just guiding people through from idea right through to execution of products. And I, yeah, I'm really geeked up about it. But everything in due time, because obviously there's a lot of stuff going on at the same time and I don't want to put too many different deadlines on things and stuff. So just keep an eye out, keep your eyes peeled. And um, yeah, that's all I've got time for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. And I will speak to you same time next week. All right, take care. Bye.